Hello, and thank you for joining me for the final episode of Cadenza International Concepts. In today's episode, setting an example, we are analyzing colonial impacts and cultural influence in music across a wide range of cultures. Many different human activities and migrations have caused culture to be spread across the world, and with influences from a wide array of cultures, there will be similar aspects across different parts of the world. Many current-day cultures have been affected by many European nations because of their ability to travel across the globe. There have also been influences in neighboring regions and countries where one example of this is a Native American influence on Caribbean music and tradition. Although they are entirely different cultures, both share certain similarities due to their close geographical proximity. An interesting instance of a rich history of a country's music facing constant change and influence is between China, Korea, and Japan. The mention of these Asian countries brings us to this week's Twitter Q&A segment, where a listener of the podcast can send in a question. This week on Twitter, at LoganHoff3455 asked, K-pop seems very similar to American music, but they seem to be from two completely different regions. Why do you think South Korea enjoys this form of culture that is so similar to the USA? Great question, Logan. And... I do know what you mean when you feel that K-pop is very similar to American music. Much of this can relate to the colonial influence of America for a few years after the end of the Asia-Pacific War. While American troops were stationed in South Korea, the local population had already been having a crisis of their own cultural identity because of the split of North and South Korea. Um, Music Americans were playing and many behaviorisms of Americans during this time have influenced South Korea over the years and jump-started the genre of K-pop, employing highly trained musicians and performers. So answering your question, Logan, it would have to be said that the American leadership and influence has snowballed South Korea into a modern and more westernized civilization. China has had its own fair share of dynasties and different leaderships, allowing different types of music. In the mid-1980s, a popular underground rock music scene was sparked even though the government was against it. This is yet another case of cultural influence where British and American music had spread to another country's mainstream of culture. Even though this music was originally opposed by higher authorities, it has become an important part of a growing Chinese culture impacted by capitalist economic ideas that helped China become wealthy despite a continued communist rule. Here's an example of the Chinese rock we've discussed. This is Nothing to My Name by Kui Jian. As we conclude our Twitter Q&A section for today, let's get to a quick culture spotlight. This week we will talk about the vast and meaningful contributions of African American music to North American culture. Much of today's current African American inspired culture was made available through the ability of music to move across socially constructed boundaries. Radio and broadcast also allow local traditions to spread beyond where they are originally produced, which is much more true in today's age of how becoming viral online can create cultural change and reflect the society's values. This worked well for African American music because it had become popular outside of the USA. Many types of this include funk, gospel, jazz, and soul, which all made an impact on American culture and are still found in lots of popular music today 
and in churches across the country. The specific genre of gospel shares a history of a group of people with shared experiences lifting each other up and bringing hope and love through song. Blues has also made an impact outside of its original outlet, where all kinds of people incorporate blues ideas into their music, and many people still enjoy it. This idea of African American music becoming popular in many groups is interesting because even though many people that listen to it don't have the same experiences, they still enjoy and are moved by the music nonetheless. This wraps up our discussion on the African American influence, so I would like to cite the Excursions in World Music 7th edition by Bruno Nettle and also information gathered from Lectures in Music 185. Thank you for joining us this week, and thank you for listening to this final episode of Cadenza International Concepts. Thank you. <laughs>